Hello and welcome to the Fishing Guide Podcast. Mitch said we needed uh, to name this the uh, Porch Edition. Porch time. <laughs> and, porch uh, time in the Ozarks. <laughs> we are here with Mitch Glenn, the owner of Pico Lures. Uh, man, he has some other some other jobs, but but he's also a farmer. Yeah. And uh, old, so, old Dumplin's doing his job this morning. <laughs> <laughs> so if you happen to hear a chicken, it it's not fake. It's it's a real one. So <laughs> we're gonna do some crowing. Yeah. You know, it's spring. Everyone yeah. loves springtime fishing. And so you have so many products that catch fish for everything from walleye, crappie, bass. I mean, you name it, cat, you know, yeah. game fish, it catches yep. them. So why don't, why don't we just start with, let's just say someone's going out there crappie fishing. What should they throw? Uh, right now, you need a plastic and a hair jig. Between okay. those two, on any given day, you're going. that's what's going to put your fish in the boat. All right. Um, I'm going to start with the plastic first. All right. And um, probably put a little slab sauce on it because you got a kind of a lagarthic, lagarthic fish. Everybody you say that. You know, yeah. Slow moving <laughs> like me. <laughs> you know. So them, them fish, the sun's coming out. The water's turned turn the corner. The day length, the most important thing to the cycle and fishing, the day length is getting longer by two and three minutes a day right now, which right. triggers the fish. So every year in March, uh, well, I post these pictures of all these big crappie that I catch, and I tell everybody I'm catching them in six or seven foot of water. Nobody believes me. Right. But in three weeks, I'm going to go start doing it again. The water may be 48, maybe 58. It doesn't right. matter anymore. The top of the water, <clears throat> top of the water is the warmest part of the lake. Right. And uh, when I when I'm outside. It might feel all right out here at 50, but if I walk inside and there's a fire in my fireplace, that's the first place I'm going to go is back up to that fireplace. Fish, right. fish do the same thing. If there's a log laying there, it's darker colored, it's warmer than the water when the sun's beating on it. And them crappie, they just back up there and snuggle up against that little warm spot, and they just wait on something to come by to eat. And that needs to be your jig. All right. All right. So, <laughs> what, uh, so the jig, uh, tell me what uh, typically might be your setup. Uh, ice coat? Jig head. And, I'm on, I'm going to put uh, my go-to right now is going to be a 16th ounce scope eye jig head, depending okay. on water color. I mean, it could be any variety of colors, and I'm going and I'm going to probably start off with a pointer shad, okay, or a tube. All right. Okay. Um, both of those baits. If I if I think they're if if I feel like they're short striking the pointer shad, I'll go to a tube. If if they're hitting that pointer shad fine, that's okay. If they're on a pointer shad early in the morning and get off of it for some reason, then I'm going to probably try a hair jig. Okay. And a hair jig you're talking about? I'm talking uh, about a marabou. Oh, a marabou. Yeah, like uh -huh. a, mar a marabou. Right. It's, going, it's going to have that steady action. Now, a lot of times these fish will come up and they'll get underneath black boat docks and stuff, you know, right. the black, black plastic on them boat docks, and they'll uh -huh. get right underneath them, you know, right. just barely in the sun. And uh, you'll uh, um, like put a bobber on about four foot deep, right? And even though you might be able to see six or seven foot deep, and you put that bobber on, and when you fling those baits out there, you're just kind of doing a steady twitch, 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 almost a Zara spook or a treve down the side of that boat dock. I gotcha. And a lot of times you'll actually see a flash down in the in the water where the right. fish will come up from underneath that boat dock and come up there and get it. 
Yeah. So that's it. Don't get much more fun than that. No, that's that's, <laughs> that's pretty good fishing. And so uh, let's uh, let's kind of move on to um, to bass. How about bass fishing this time? You know, this is going to come out in just a week from now. So right. we're talking last part of February, first part of March. It's square bill season, brother. Square bill. And bass yeah. are doing the same thing. They're, they're coming up, they're shallow, they're warming their backsides up, they're getting ready to start the spawning cycle, and they're going to they're gonna be roaming for food. So Pico has six square bills? Uh, 15, right? I believe. Oh, 15. We got 15 square bills. What color would you, if you had to just uh, dig out two, I'll let you have two, if you had to dig out two, would you go with the old school fire dagger? No, nah, I'm probably going to, this time of year right now, I'm going to use a red craw, and, uh-huh. and then I'm probably going to use either a white splatter or a... Uh, Sexy shad color. Oh, all right. I've got my shad and my crawdad covered right there. If I only got picked two. There you go. Yeah, yeah. you only get yeah, two. I only get two. That gummit, man. <laughs> I got 16 yeah. rods and 15 yeah. lures, you know. So. <laughs> you have you have plenty. Yeah. That's for sure. Is there areas yeah. of the lake that you're kind of looking for bass to be in? Oh, Transition I, banks? I, I, yeah, what? a primary pattern on that's going to be where chunk rock turns into pea gravel uh-huh. and the first point going into a pocket is always a good spot to look. And at late in the day, the later in the day, the better right now because the water's warmed up. Right. I want to find some place on the north side of the lake where the south wind blows warmer water in. Right. And late in the day, you, you'll be able to follow where the fish are by, just by watching the surface of the water. If you see shad, shad flickering in the back, uh-huh. you know, pay attention to that. Right. That, that's, that's when it's time to go. I mean, fish... You know, bass go on and off and on and on. They get hungry, they go in the back of a cove feed, and they come back out to that first point. They get hungry, and they go back cove feed, and they come back out there. You right. want, I mean, you can stop, and uh, we've got some fantastic shaky heads and stuff. You can rig up a cream worm and check out that, or a cream craw is probably what I'd put on. Check out that, that first point going in there, take an INT crankbait, run over that, right. and, uh, and then move to the back and uh, burn it up with a square bill. Yeah, something people probably maybe not know, but Pico has a line of uh, jig heads, bass jig heads, don't they? Yeah, we got some fantastic bass jig heads with a keeper uh-huh. on it that we designed. Right. Uh, it's got an easy start system on it where it's, it's, all you got to do is just punch the thing on there, twist it three times, and it's on there without tearing the jig up. Right. Stays good. And if you if it's not the color you want and you want to change colors, you can actually take it off of this keeper and put it back in the bag because it's not damaged. Right. So that's, that's good. Now, now, how about if you were strolling out there for walleye? I know that one year, boy, we, we yeah. torched them really good. Yeah, we, we smoked them pretty good, didn't we? <laughs> and you did that for a couple of weeks, and yeah. that's, that's actually coming up. Uh, the Game and Fish Commission, the fisheries biologist, John Stein, was on uh, the right. show last week, and he actually talked about how they're moving up in the Kings River. They're going to move up uh, on up Beaver, Oregon, and then, yeah. Yeah, and then they're going to lay – Later, they move up below the dam, so right. that's yeah. kind of how they move according to water temperatures. But right. tell them what we caught them on. We caught them. We, we caught them on a mud bug INT crankbait. Yeah, yeah. We were trying to catch bass. But yeah, well, yeah. walleyes just like would not leave it alone. Well, I still have that one. It has bite marks on yeah. it. <laughs> we got some chewed up during all that. Yeah. And uh, what they don't understand is we's catching like twenty-four to twenty-eight inch walleye yeah. casting casting yeah yeah we weren't trolling yeah no trolling while we were casting if you got too close to a stump you'd catch a two and a half pound kentucky 
we couldn't keep, I mean, we had to make sure we didn't throw around a stump or those suckers would bite all the time. But Right. That's, yeah. that's a big thing, those walleyes coming up. I mean, it's spring, it's it's good. Uh, so have you seen kind of a, a theme coming through with people making some, I mean, because you, you know what orders are coming through. Is there? Can you tell us uh, what I, people are buying? This is kind of like getting the backside. Where yeah, it's most backside people, information. Yeah. <laughs> anglers yeah. don't like telling people what they're buying, or they'll go in the store and make sure no one's looking. But we're going to go to you, the source, I, and find out what they're buying. I, I have I have noticed a <laughs> lot of uh, orders coming in. Some of them are almost identical, and it makes oh. you think it's the same order. And you look, it's two different names, two different addresses. But you'll notice that uh, uh, a lot of these orders are coming in from lakes that are have a whole lot of walleye in them, like oh. uh, like Stockton uh-huh. and Norfolk, and uh, I'm getting several orders from down around BB and down in there, you know. Right. So, oh. and it's bright colored baits, and uh, while they do catch crappie on them on all these places too, uh, I actually talked to a physical person last week. That wanted to order some more of a bait and uh, <laughs> wanted to uh, make sure I put the order in so nobody's seen it on his computer, which I don't I don't understand <laughs> the logic to that. But uh, uh, he was on Stockton. He'd been trying. Oh. It's forty three degree water up there. He's catching two pound plus crappie on it and can't keep the walleye off of it. Right. He's trolling it for crappie on oh. purpose in 43-degree water because he wow. catches giants on it. And he's well, limiting out every day on walleye doing it. So yeah. they're all running together. You know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know James Callaway's a big believer in I cold fi- weather. I Will fished Hutto. with him two years ago. <laughs> right. There was ice floating by the boat from the lake thawing out. Surface temp, 36 trolling. degrees. We caught fish trolling crankbaits. Yeah, trolling crankbaits. Yep. I mean, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't think well, he knows how to throw a jig. I don't think he can cast. <laughs> he, he does like his trolling. Yeah, James, so. I know you can cast. <laughs> we'll make sure he, we yeah. tagged him. But that was that was down Mississippi at uh, yeah. Lake Washington, and so that's uh, one of those reservoirs that's that's known for crappie fishing. But uh, it's not in its peak right now. But at some time, it'll recycle every four or five it'll years. Come, yep. Yeah, it'll come back because it's a real fertile. Yeah, you got to remember, crappie are born 12 inches long. In <laughs> yeah, they yeah, sure are. They only weigh a pound and a half when they're born, though. So, What else are they buying besides crankbaits? Are they buying uh, something else? You see they're it? buying a lot of Vanguard terminal tackle oh, right now. A yeah. whole, whole lot of people are oh, uh, are getting back into spider rigging some. With this, right. uh, a lot of people have figured out that, you know, this life scope stuff's real good for one guy sitting in front of the boat. Right. But whoever's in there with him might as well be making sandwiches. You right. Know? Or eating them. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got to wait on the guy running the live scope to get hungry before it gets you be your turn to fish. Right. But you can also take and run that live scope. And there's a whole, there's umpteen dozen different ways that people are mounting them now on their own pole where you can spin your live scope around and look right. side to side while you're on a steady track. But the cool thing with spider rigging in this cold water is that you, you're only going 0.1 or 0.2 miles an hour, and yep. you're circling around a brush pile. Well, now you can scan all around. Now you got eight rods out in the water, and it's like, all right, I don't have to cast. I just move this in over here in front of him. or go, He's moving over here. I'll grab this rod and catch him. 
Yeah, and yeah. and actually Lance uh, Huey, who's Lance. one of yep. the pro staffers yep. for Pico, we've had a lot of on our Facebook social media pages. Right. We've actually had a lot of this stuff where he shows doing it, and he hand ties his. His, his own the rigs. whole rig comes uh, from uh, Pico Lures, so right. it's pretty. Uh, we got the line, the weight, the hooks, the swivels. Yep, everything you need. Yep. Yeah, everything that you need inside there. I held up this fillet knife you were showing. Yeah, uh, just got so, those in. Floating, yeah. floating. They float. Yep. yep. So that's yep. good. So you can clean your fish in your boat that way. Just don't let the game warden catch you in. That's right. They, they might get yeah. mad about that. <laughs> anyway, it's got a belt clip on it. Yeah, clip it on your belt. Sucker sharp too. Sorry, I'm not gonna play with it too much. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about cleaning fish. Just can't show all the finger falling off. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, I I did that with an electric knife though, so yeah, those are safer. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's a good deal. The um, what else do you have you noticed in uh, the fishing industry? Have you seen Have you seen some stuff going uh, out, going in? Uh, I don't think the innovation and tackle is there as much as it was. We've right. probably got pretty much everything covered. It's more of a matter of right now, like our scope eye jig right. head. Uh, that was adapted out of my own personal frustration of not being able to constantly keep up with my jig head. Right. You know, I was always having to move my jig head to be able to find it. And with, uh, with a flat-sided jig head, now if you – if you've got it and you just want to go sideways with it, it'll always be going sideways and you got this big round spot to right. to hit, you know? And uh, so that, that I mean, it, it's not a the world's greatest thing in the world. I mean, it's not, you still got to know how to set up a live scope, but it's right. a, way easier to see and a lot bigger spot on your screen. Yeah, you it's know? it's easy to see. And and that, that actually, that's a real hot, Hot thing, your jig head. Oh, I'm maybe we shouldn't talk about it. Poor well, old Mitch has to go and pour some more. Yeah, well, well what <laughs> what I've also found out right now is yeah. that a whole lot of bass guys are rigging right. their uh, umbrella. What do you call that? Uh, umbrella rig. Yeah, Alabama rig. Uh, Alabama rig. Uh-huh. Yeah, they're rigging their Alabama rig with them eighth ounce scope eyes. Yeah, because they've got a. I mean, an eighth ounce has a number two hook in it. Right, and it's, have- and it's a mustad sickle hook. Which <laughs> you can boat flip four or five pound bass with it, and it ain't you ain't gonna hurt it. And uh, but they're using the eighths and the three sixteenths. Hardly anybody out there makes a three sixteenths ounce head. So the, right. So the grub guys with all their little paddle tail grubs and stuff are taking three sixteenths and quarter ounce heads and fishing those grubs in it because they right. put it down there. It shows up good on their live scope, but it also is just a downright yeah. good head. Yeah, good head. Yeah, it's a it has great, a little keeper, wire keeper to it. Right. So it's, it's got that wire keeper on it that holds right. the plastic on. And uh, it just it just it looks good on a swim bait and performs good on a swim bait. Yeah, that's the important thing right yeah. there. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. But that's pretty cool. Uh when people start looking around for uh Pico products, where can they actually find them? Uh, all, right now, all of our local bait and tackle stores around here have got them. Bella Vista. Uh-huh. Uh, Northwest Arkansas. North, Northwest Arkansas, uh-huh. all through here. We've right. got pretty good coverage in Mississippi and Tennessee. Right. Uh, you know, splattering this stuff out as we go. I mean, it's uh-huh. we're, getting, we're getting some dealers in Oklahoma and Missouri and all all around the local area here. If you're out there somewhere and you uh, you got a local dealer that don't carry it, 
have them call us. Call us direct. Right. Yep. We set up a new dealer in New York this week. Oh, there you go. <laughs> you know, they mean, want it for the yeah, small mouth. Yeah, I'll tell you what on, they want, chick heads. Yeah, that order mouth. sitting on the on the table, and they're going right. to Pennsylvania next week. So, yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, we've. And they can order online, too. Oh, yeah. yeah so, individuals can always actually, order online. Actually, to see all this Vanguard stuff, one of the easiest ways to find it is to is to go online and go. start looking because right. you what we didn't have was we didn't. We didn't bring any of the line. You have line. You have right. monofilament now, and then you also have braided Got line. Mono too. and braid. Yep. Yep. So. And uh, you can go on go on to picolures.com, and we've I just added it into the categories on the left hand side. If you need fishing line, it's under line. If you need fillet knives or or fish cleaning, you know stuff that's that's in there. If you need sinkers, if you we're selling them little kits now. Those little dial packs. Yep. Oh, those are going out the door. And the, and the little box kits that have hooks, right. sinkers, and swivels in them. Those are those those have been the things. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it's time for tackle time, but we've we've talked all about the stuff. So we're just going to talk about Mitch's cup. Yeah. So he's what not trying to this? sell the cup, but crappie.com mug. But but Ed you, Mo sent uh, sent that. You could uh, probably log on right there and get him. the cup, but it's not going to come in with coffee in it like mine's got. <laughs> so, uh, uh, crappie dot com. Uh, we have to give. We're just going to give him a shout out for oh, for tackle man. time instead. Yeah, for tackle just, time. You you got you got your merch. That's what everybody calls. You got your merch. Oh, okay. Got to have merch. merch. Yeah. Right. So you got cool merch. You got new calendars are out. Coffee mugs. All that, all the cool stuff, but what you really need to know about slap sauce. So yeah. you still got the original in the squirt bottle, and you got garlic in the squirt bottle. Now, if you bass fishing, I hate to tell people that if you put that garlic on, and there's a small mouth in the area, you'll own him. Yeah, ask me how I know. <laughs> but now he's got a uh, one with the pen. applicator. Yeah, it's a uh-huh. it's a pen. It's got a little clip pin clip on it so you pop the top on it like a felt marker give it just a little bit of pressure and you can just wipe that stuff on there you don't get it on you or the boat or anything yep. else and uh, it stick back in your pocket yep if you're as old as me that's great to have to bend over and pick up the bottle again you know <laughs> it just doesn't get on everything it's a quick you just push down it comes out and it's controlled so it's not just leaking everywhere so right. that's yeah, what's it's great not about dripping. that yep well Mitch, if they want to find out more about Pico Lures, uh, where would they go? Uh, well, you're on this podcast. That's number one. <laughs> All right. Uh, you can go on Facebook, Instagram, PicoLures.com. Go on there. Yeah. We got everything you need. Um, that is. Yeah. That's everything. Got anything on YouTube? Uh, we got a few things on YouTube. Yeah. We've been slipping in some yeah. uh, some videos in there. We'll right. probably we'll probably do uh, one that you can look forward to. Is one we'll probably do with um, with Lance and and right. Mitch. Hopefully, we can get them uh, together and in the boat and uh, having them give some tips and stuff. So that's yeah. that's the one thing we're kind of looking into trying to arrange. So he's putting that off right now because he has to do so much editing when we both of us are in a boat. <laughs> <laughs> someone's got to edit someone yeah. does that thing. anyway that's how it ends all right make sure you keep your hooks sharp and your lures in the water